Hello, everyone, and welcome to Busy Making Other Plans. OMG, how does the weekend go by so quickly? Honestly, I had a meeting from 4 to 5 p.m. on a Friday, and I really feel like that should be illegal. Like, there should be an HR policy stating no meetings after 4 p.m., otherwise rightful cause for termination. I don't know why that's not a thing yet, but um, I really think we should make it happen. Anyways, so that's kind of how I started my weekend. Thankfully, I made a yummy, yummy sangria afterwards. And uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw my recipe. Honestly, I just really love entertaining people. It's something I do, something I've always done. So for those who are curious, no, I'm not trying to be an influencer. Honestly, I'm just trying to have some fun and I really wanted to spread the joy. I mean, how many of you actually know how to make sangria? Probably not a lot, but now you do. Anyways, yeah, it's really easy to entertain myself. I think it's a gift, Um, but... Recently, I had someone DM me basically trying to throw himself a pity party or something. It felt like he wanted me to give him some sort of validation that I was having as shitty of a lockdown as he was. So I had to exit that conversation real quick because I don't do that shit. You want to have a pity party? Make it a pity party of one. Listen, I'm an extrovert, so yes, I miss going out. I miss being around people and conversations, but I've really been leaning into my housewife personality. I've been cooking more, drinking more, exercising just so I'm tight and right by the time summer comes around, you know, learning new hair and makeup techniques. Like, if you come out of this lockdown the exact same way as you started it, What the fuck were you doing? Seriously. Better yet, think about what you wasted your time on when life was normal. Were you going out a lot? Were people your priority? And now that that's gone, you feel like life's miserable? I think you got to look inward a little bit and work on that because you shouldn't be feeling miserable in your own presence. Trust me, you are more interesting than you give yourself credit for. So today's episode is on Valentine's Day. Get out your wine, get out your angry rants. I'm not a bitter person, but I understand it. This quote-unquote holiday is marketed to those in a relationship. And honestly, I'm not quite sure why people in relationships are being celebrated and therefore they need chocolate and flowers. I would argue that single people need chocolate and flowers way more because there's not a holiday that celebrates singleness. And while you guys are out having a nice dinner or evening at a hotel together, us single gals will be home doing face masks and re-watching Gossip Girl for the sixth time. It's like that episode of Sex and the City when Carrie attends her friend's baby shower and has her shoes stolen, and when her friend finds out how much they cost, she tells Carrie, I shouldn't have to pay for your extravagant lifestyle. Meanwhile, Carrie's like, bitch, I spent money for your wedding and baby shower. The least you could do is pay for my Manolos that were stolen by one of your friends. No one bats an eye at those costs, but the second she asks for reimbursement for her shoes, she's labeled extravagant. Okay, I'm getting off topic now, but like I was saying, single people aren't celebrated, so I understand the resentment towards Valentine's Day. Me, personally... I love Valentine's Day. I love love, and not just the romantic love, but the love I get from my friends and family. My father was my first Valentine, 
And every year, he would always get me something for Valentine's Day. He'd get me a stuffed animal, flowers, chocolate, sushi, whatever. But he made it special. And so I associated Valentine's Day with showing love for others, not just my partner. And its impact was so huge that one year I was talking to a guy who would go weeks without texting me. And then all of a sudden it would pop out of the blue and would just start apologizing. And he texted me the day after Valentine's Day saying he was so sorry we didn't do anything and I deserve to have a great Valentine's Day. And he was really sorry he ruined it. And I texted back, you didn't ruin my Valentine's Day. I had a great Valentine's Day. It just wasn't with you. So shout out to my dad. He really is the reason I have so much strength and confidence in this world. And just as an FYI about that guy, it turns out he had a wife and child and I found out years later. So um, yeah, really happy that didn't uh, succeed. Anyways, I'm digressing. So yeah, I have this stuffed animal that my dad got me in grade 10. I call him Get Some. And he is red and white because he was given to me on Valentine's Day with a heart-shaped nose. And I go to bed with him every single night. And I'm not even embarrassed about it. I kid you not. Any guy who's like been in my room or spent the night, you know Get Some. You know I'm not putting him away. And so far it hasn't been a deal breaker. So yeah. Actually, I do put get some away for my work meetings because I recently moved my desk into my bedroom and half of my bed is in the shot. So I make sure that he's in the closet during work hours just so no one thinks why the fuck did we hire a 12 year old. But that's the only instance. So yeah, that was Valentine's Day for me growing up, and I still expect my dad to get me something this year as well. He's yet to miss a year, so I'm excited. But for most people, you're just very, very aware of your singleness on Valentine's Day. Maybe you're the only person in your friend group who isn't in a relationship, like me. I think for Valentine's Day, you just gotta go into it with a good attitude. Obviously, this year is unique because you can't, like, have a pre with your friends, go out to the bar, go to a concert, but guess what? Neither can the people in a relationship. We're all in the same boat. Anything you could do with a significant other right now, you can do single. Even the sex part if you want to go there. Like, have fun by yourself. So, this year might actually be easier for single people who may find this day miserable. Think about it. Do you really want to share your chicken wings with another person? Do you really want to watch a chick flick with a guy who's half watching and keeps asking you what's going on? No, you don't. So be an optimist, not a pessimist. You know what I mean. I want to talk about that awkward timing when you're like a month into dating someone and Valentine's Day is coming up. You're wondering, do you see each other? Do you not? Do you ask to do something? Is it too early? My opinion is that if you don't do something, like it's not a big fuck you, you didn't ask me to hang out, but if he did, I would look at it as if it was a positive thing, like he's taking you seriously. But if he didn't ask you to do something, then I think that's also a sign that maybe he doesn't take you seriously or wants to move really slow. And I think that might actually have some answers to some questions you might have. But I think it would be nice to, to do something small. So like maybe get her a rose, stay in together, put on a movie if you don't want to push it. Men, I just, I don't see the downside of doing something with the girl you've been seeing for Valentine's Day. Like you have nothing to lose and everything to gain. 
women love to spoil men and make them feel special. So if you do something together on Valentine's Day and she feels confident that this relationship is moving in the right direction, who knows? You might get lucky. However, if you're casually dating and you don't want anything long term, you don't want to send her mixed signals then yeah, don't do anything for Valentine's Day because if you do and then later down the line she wants a relationship and you say you're not ready for a relationship right now, she's going to bring up Valentine's Day and say how you've been giving her mixed signals and leading her on and she's right, you have and then you just look like an asshole. It's like weird dating during lockdown. Like people are doing those Zoom dates and I actually have done a Zoom date. I did one And it actually wasn't so bad. I actually really enjoyed it. But I think the date was like two hours. And I think that was just a little bit too much. Like I think the the date ended when my roommate came in. And I was like, oh, my roommate's home. You know, I got to like make dinner or something. Um, So yeah, I don't, I think it's really, I think dating right now is a little bit challenging. So if you're dating around Valentine's Day, perhaps if you were someone who didn't want to take things too fast, this is a great excuse to not even do anything for Valentine's Day because you could say, oh, um, you know, I'm being very COVID conscious and, and we can't really do anything and maybe we'll just like FaceTime. So it's kind of like an out. It's so funny because I host this podcast by myself. So I feel like I'm playing for both teams in that I just, I play devil's advocate. I voice opinions from both sides and it's just it's so funny (laughs) i'm i'm really amusing myself here because i'm like oh yeah you should definitely do something because you have so much to gain but then it's like oh no don't do something though because um you know you don't want to take things too fast (laughs) anyways do you feel like valentine's day just adds this pressure for you to define your relationship because i definitely see how it would i mean you know if you're in that period where you don't know what your label is now is kind of the time where you got to make that decision because you're wondering what to do for Valentine's Day and if you get each other gifts. Hold on, do people really d- get gifts for Valentine's Day? I'm trying to just reflect on my Valentine's Day with my with a previous SO and I think yeah, Valentine's Day, I think it was dinner mostly. I don't think it was like gifts or maybe it was like a piece of jewelry or something. And then you got to kind of think about how much do you spend on each other on Valentine's Day? Like what's a suitable amount? What and if they're spending the same amount on you. There's like these considerations to take into account. So if I was in a relationship right now, and maybe because I'm ex- I'm overthinking it extremely right now, considering I'm talking, I think I'd have a little bit of stress on me about what I'm going to be doing, and what I'm going to be giving my partner. I think it's going to come down to love language. Like what is your love language? Like for me, my love language is quality time and words of affirmation. Like that is like how I like to receive love and it's so accurate. Honestly, like if I think back at all the things that I would get mad at my partner for, it was usually about not spending enough time with me or not telling me that they love me enough or, you know, just giving me that validation, which I really needed. And and maybe that's like a problem in itself and I'll probably talk about that at another episode, but that's kind of like how I love to receive love and knowing that then you know setting up a nice dinner for me and you and telling me how much you love me on valentine's day sounds like a phenomenal idea but if you're someone who likes to receive love through gifts then i don't know maybe some clues to your partner about something you've been eyeing online 
like, oh, oh my gosh, these earrings are beautiful, don't you think? And, you know, hopefully he gets the message and, and gives you the earrings. But also recognize how he likes to receive love because maybe he's a gift. Maybe he likes gifts too. Then you got to give him a, a gift, right? You can't just order Chinese food and watch a movie with him if he's someone who prefers a watch. I mean, I guess you could. Everyone appreciates the little things. But you know, you get where I'm going with this. Give and receive love the way you know your partner is going to want it. Do you guys remember Valentine's Day when you were a kid in elementary school and how they would have those candy grams. Oh my god, I loved it. Like, you and your friends would get each other candy grams, or sometimes you'd be a snake and you wouldn't get one for them so that you would have more. Not that I did that often, but you know, it's happened. (laughs) And if you got one from a boy you liked, it was like such a huge deal. I remember... I was in grade seven and I had the most candy grams in the class. I felt so special, like, oh my god, everyone loves me. I don't know, it was really, really fun. We should bring candy grams into the workplace to show your appreciation for some people. Actually, that could be workplace harassment, so maybe not. I can see how that's problematic. Maybe instead of flowers or chocolate, it could be like a notebook. And so if you were the most helpful person in the office, you just have like a shit ton of notebooks and you were set for the year. And like, there's really no other message with that. Maybe just, you know, take more notes. I don't know. Maybe you suck at taking notes. But, you know, maybe that could be a happy medium. I kind of wish that it was a common practice to get people at work a gift. Like my old manager two years ago, he was just amazing when it came to my professional development. He really helped me and I wanted to get him a gift for Christmas to show that I appreciated him and I saw this wine label, these custom wine labels online that you could get and I wanted to get like one that said world's greatest boss and just put it on a wine bottle to give him and I was telling my dad this and he was like, I don't think that's a good idea and I'm like, why not? And he's like, I think that looks really bad because you're his intern and you're giving him a bottle that says world's greatest boss and I don't think it's a good idea. And, you know, looking back, he was probably right, probably not okay to do that and so I didn't. But I wish it was common practice to give coworkers gifts like that. Like, hey, I appreciate you. Here's a bottle of wine. Get shit-faced. Maybe it's startups. I don't know. I'm not in that world, but it seems cool. seems like they'd like that. Oh my gosh, here I go again. I am always digressing, getting distracted. All right, let's take it back to Valentine's Day. Have you ever been dumped a week or a few days before Valentine's Day? I've actually been the person who dumped someone a week before Valentine's Day, I guess like roughly a week. And in my defense, I wasn't thinking about the holiday when I did it. I was just thinking this is long overdue. I've been trying to do this for a while. It's now or never. And then on Valentine's Day, I stayed in, watched a Marvel movie and ate Netflix. Did I say Netflix? I meant KFC. But anyways, yeah. But I'm assuming for the other side, didn't feel so good. And if that's you, the holiday is going to emphasize that feeling of wanting to be with a person and I just want to remind you that it's just a day. It's a Sunday this year. So I mean, get ready for Monday, prep for the week, but you got to let yourself go through all the emotions first and maybe you do end up bawling your eyes out on Valentine's Day, but when you finish, take a shower, drink some wine, 
order some sushi, and remind yourself that your value isn't defined by your relationship status and that love doesn't just come from a romantic partner. Hang out with your family some more. I draw a lot of strength from them. And if you don't have family to lean on, talk to your girls, exercise, work on your relationship with God. Like I said, this year is unique in that anything you do on Valentine's Day with a partner, you can do alone as well because we're all at home. Maybe buy yourself something nice. Pandora usually has a Valentine's Day collection. One year, I forced my brother to get me a ring from their Valentine's Day collection. And guess what? He did and I lost it at the airport security six months later. But that's not the point. The point is, I attached a new memory to Valentine's Day. And you can too. So maybe Valentine's Day can be that one day a year where you treat yourself. You'll love that day because it means every year you have no regrets about how much you spend on yourself. So, you know, start thinking about ways where you can frame this holiday differently. If you're curious as to how I'm spending Valentine's Day this year, I'll be spending time with my family. I'm going to get up early to exercise, drink one too many mimosas with my mother, eat some chocolate my dad will inevitably buy me, and then I'm going to do my laundry when I get back home. Nothing glamorous. I do hope this episode was helpful for those of you who aren't doing Valentine's Day with a significant other or maybe just don't know what the label is yet and you're still trying to figure it out. And for those who are in a relationship, I do hope you guys have a good time. Truly, I like I said, I love love. But give your single friends some love too. It means a lot to us. That's it for today, guys. If you liked this podcast, please hit subscribe. Give us a five-star rating. If you guys have topics you want me to talk about, please message me at busy.makingotherplans on Instagram. I love input. Next week, if all goes as planned, there will also be something new on the podcast. I'm really excited for it, so stay tuned. And um, hopefully next week is the week. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next Tuesday. Yeah.